I have to hold space for other people, which means I fill up very quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> and have to be very mindful about my energy at all times, especially not only with Kirio Curandera, but with the store, because the store people come in and mm-hmm. they'll tell you their business and it's like, okay, great, you know, wonderful. This is what I'm here for. Also, let me take a sip of water real quick. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. To, to kind of like take a person, you know, be able to actually think about what's going on so that I can help someone, which I makes me have to really be able to separate like persons from what's going on mm-hmm. from, you know, all of that and really having to be mindful about it. Yeah, wow. Um, so, I mean... One, love your store. <laughs> and two, there definitely have been instances where like I've been in the store and I've seen someone else like come in and be like, I have this problem da, 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 and I need to know like what to burn and what to turn and what to flip over and you know, like all this shit. And I don't think that it ever occurred to me how um, people really come in with just like a problem and they kind of just dump. Um, and on you, which I mean, you know, part of it is like your job, right? So like a a therapist wouldn't be like, you just came in here and started talking about yourself. Like, it's like, that's literally what (laughs) job is. But um, I don't think that, yeah, like that. um, I mean, do you feel like there are certain instances where you need to um, exert a boundary or name a boundary whenever, you know, people come in and they're just like, vomiting like word vomiting and emotion vomiting at you yes actually it's interesting because what some people find are problems or as i like to call them opportunities um it seems like they are not taking responsibility for what it is so they come in and they want to kind of go and do that word vomit and tell you all this stuff and tell you how everyone else in their life Mm. like their life um, is the issue Okay. Having to sit there and be, you know, first off, I'm fully aware that sometimes when it comes to people who were raised in traumatic places, you are naturally attracted and attracted is not the right word, but it is like that. It's problematic verbiage right now, but it's like being accustomed to a certain standard and not necessarily recognizing that you went back to that. Okay. But also then there are the times when someone, when it's like, just so you know, if everyone around you is being an asshole, maybe it's not because they're assholes. It's because you're the asshole (laughs) and really having to be clear about that, Mm -hmm. especially when people come in and they're like, well, so-and-so and I want them back, but I also want to hurt, hurt their new girlfriend and do this and do that. And it's like, whoa, buddy. No. (laughs) Okay. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're not, um, I mean, I guess that would be like enabling if you were just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to bypass all this problematic bullshit and just be like, you know, here are the things that you need to do to get your ex-girlfriend back or whatever. Um, that's, I think that's a really mindful and important thing <laughs> because, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I know that I myself had like friends who I'm like, yeah. Normally, I'm like rooting for you, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to tell you no. <laughs> like I'm gonna have yeah. to kind of tell you about yourself a little bit and be like, I can't really tell you that you're right in this instance because I'm I'm not really seeing it like that. 
Um, so yeah, definitely in the boundaries. I mean, so you mentioned like, um, how you fill up kind of quickly and sometimes you have to like, just take in what the, what the person has said and take a sip of water, take a breath, and then like be able to kind of move forward. Um, I mean, does that make you tired or, <laughs> um, or does it make you like irritable or, I mean, does it affect you in like, um, I mean, does it affect you in like uh, that kind of way? Like maybe a little less, like a little more delayed instead of like immediately I feel tired, but maybe like, you know, I get home and I need to decompress. It, it really depends on the day and the person. Okay. Um, there are some times when, and especially actually towards like the end of the week, mm-hmm. like Sundays, you will not get me at my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I've, you know, been at the store all week and ha- also have been running my personal business on the side. So it's like, there are those times when I'm a little, I do definitely get a little irritable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, for the most part, it's really, I try to make sure that I decompress before I come home mm-hmm. because I don't want to bring any of the energy or the stress of the day mm-hmm. home. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at that by no means. Um, you could ask my wife, like, yeah, you just talk about work for like two hours. Home. But <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean I'm emotional about it. <laughs> so it definitely a day, but I do find myself um, like really getting to the point where it's like, okay, I need to take like a day where I turn off my phone and I do nothing mm-hmm. so that I can really just kind of empty and then be open to really, well, help people. Cause that's what I do. It's, and I love what I do. It's just, sometimes I need to wash it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when do you know that you need to engage in self-care? What are some signs for you? <clears throat> I get bitchy. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> like I, I turn into that, like, you know, that perpetual little toddler who like everything upsets them. No, no, no. Like that's what I know. It's like, Ooh, I, I need to take a break here. Yeah. I try to get, you know, myself before I get there, but sometimes it's really just like I get all grumpy and I'm like, Ooh, this, this is not, this is not the day for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your mood is definitely affected. Um, are there any other signs or symptoms? Um, I just get tired and okay. I know that being tired affects my mood, but it's like, um, I'm one of those people who tends to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning every day and at 6.45 on my days off and <laughs> and go to bed at 9 p.m. Okay, uh, all right. Like, and if I'm, um, you know, really like kind of getting towards a burnout, I will sleep till like eight, nine o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. that's like sleeping in wow. for me. okay. And I'm like, ooh, okay, it's time to take a little break. Okay. You're, um, you're an Aquarius son? Yes, I am. Is that an Aquarian thing? Like, I have no idea. Because my partner, which I mentioned was up early, which to be fair, they're, they're, uh, getting used to this time zone again. So their body is like 10 hours ahead of ours. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so in general. up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like, they're like, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Let's go. <laughs> 
Um, but outside of, you know, jet lag, time zone things, they're um, a naturally earlier than me riser. I'm a late riser, okay? Like, if I could stay in bed till 12 every day, that would be, like, chef kiss perfect. Um, but I noticed that, like, they're like, yeah, like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do shit. I'm going to make a full breakfast for myself. I'm going to go to the gym, run to the store, take care of the dog, take a shower, get to work on time. And I'm dragging ass okay like I cannot I've always been really bad at mornings to the point where like I have the same routine that I did when I was a child because that's the one that my mom set for me because she saw I was struggling and I was late all the time um like same order same thing it's a you know it's fine it works mom's looking out yeah she she had that wisdom there um but um I know other Aquarians for instance um like my dad um my one of my brothers uh our friend Brianna they all are just like naturally like, yeah, I'm up. It's it's early. I'm up. And I'm just wondering if that's like a thing. It's just a coincidence. It might be. Because yeah. actually my grandfather was an Aquarian mm-hmm. as well and he was up. It's one of those like we we get up and once we're up, it's like, okay, well, I can't fall asleep. So I might as well do something. Yeah. Yeah. That's not me. But yes, <laughs> that's fascinating. Um, okay. So um you get kind of bitchy, um, you're tired. Um, okay. Anything else? Um, I get lazy. And the thing is, I'm very much so that person who cannot sit still. Hmm. Like, I know that I call this very chill person, but my head is always going, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm always like, okay, this I can do next. I can do this. I can do that. I can do that. Let me do this. Let me do that. And then when I start getting, um, you know, a little bit tired or, you know, start realizing that I um, am struggling, it's like the, I, it's almost like everything becomes really half-assed. Mm, okay. And then it's like, oh, wait, nope, I got to take a break. And then I have to like force myself or really, I don't force myself. My wife tells me, (laughs) she's like, just take a few days. You're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Sit on it and breathe because what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a difficult time uh, seeing like when you're just doing too much and when you need to kind of dial it down? Yeah. Um, I don't like to be bored and I I think that, um, and this is just that last thing you said, you don't like to be bored in what? I like to be productive. Oh, okay. And so I find that I don't necessarily like, like in a way I enjoy doing nothing, but I don't like to feel like I've accomplished nothing in a day. Okay. Or I haven't accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. Grammar. Um, and so I definitely kind of struggle with that. Because I will find that I will just go from one thing to the next to the next, like, Mm. you know, like it's nothing. And then it's like, wait, 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 take a break. Mm -hmm. Stop. Okay. Um, I mean, it's great that you have like someone or some ones who are able to recognize your signs. Because sometimes, I mean, it, it, sometimes we just like, are just doing shit and it's not because like it's just like well I'm doing shit because that's what I'm supposed to be doing this is the shit I'm supposed to be doing and maybe not recognizing like oh I'm exhausted or I am like half-assing things because 
I'm exhausted or, you know, I'm bored because, um, and so it's awesome whenever, you know, someone who maybe you're close to or like in proximity who can recognize these things, it can just be like, it sounds like you need to sit down. (laughs) It sounds like you need to do this. That's, that's really important. Um, so how do you take care of your mind, your body and your spirit? I actually just, um, I'm listening, but I'm going to have to unlock this door because my partner doesn't have this. So go ahead and keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ooh, well, what I try to do and actually what I am doing, let me correct that is I'm making time to do something that brings me joy every day so that I am not depleted. Okay. Yeah. So now. I uh, longboard to work. I'll park my um, car like wherever and I'll intentionally park it a little further Mm -hmm. and then I'll get my cardio in and I'll longboard to the store. Okay. And so that like is a nice way to, I also enjoy lifting weights. So like I'll come home and I'll just, I actually was going to do that today and then didn't, but I come home and then I go into the garage and I start lifting weights for about 30 minutes. And those are like, the things that I do to just kind of, I guess, let out any frustration that I might have. Okay. I'm also a big proponent of spiritual baths. So, and I know this one might sound like a weird one, but doing my hair. Okay. Like I set the schedule of how I do my hair according to when I have clients and stuff so that I can wash the energy of my clients out of my hair. Oh, wow. And then take a spiritual bath and literally have it so that it's like, okay, and all of the energy of that week is gone. Okay. That's fantastic. Can you talk more about like a spiritual bath? Like what is that? (laughs) So a spiritual bath is typically now, at least how I make them, are herbs with either um, sugar or salt. Okay. If I'm doing something to release, which is what I always do first, in any spiritual bath, you want to first release so that you can make space for whatever it is you want to call. Okay. And literally, it is releasing anything from emotions, people, places, um, thoughts. If you can, and I can tell you a quick little spiritual bath that's a quick one. Like, Get some salt because you have it at home. And some bay leaves, because you probably have it at home. And if you don't have bay leaves at home, add that to your culinary repertoire. But literally just make a tea out of those two things and pour it over your head. Obviously not with the water being hot or else you will burn the fuck out of yourself. Mm -hmm. And pull from your um, like heart down to your feet and then state aloud everything it is you would like to release. And that is a quick little way that you can just kind of release any emotions or anything. And even if you don't have babies, you could just do it with salt. Okay. And then after that, whether it's putting lotion on or doing another bath, because, you know, sometimes you want to save water because earth matters. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that, you can do something like literally just put lotion on from your toes up and then call in all the beautiful things that you want in this world. Okay. So start from the head down to like release to cleanse from there. And then I basically fill up from the bottom and like, yes, that's amazing. Okay. And you said that that's something that you do after you have had a, a few sessions with some, with some folks. Yeah. 
that is something I do um, after I have sessions with uh, my clients. And after every session, I take Florida water or something, and I do a quick little cleanse. Mm -hmm. But at the end of, you know, the weekend, I make sure that I actually do a head to toe because I don't want anything to kind of, I don't want hitchhikers. (laughs) Okay. Um, You mentioned specifically, like, you know, scheduling whenever you like wash and and take care of your hair and so there's this i'm gonna i'm gonna label it this way but i don't know that it's necessarily true it's just the only word i know but like this kind of hotepi thing that i've seen um where and i don't i really don't know if it's hotepi but it feels a little bit like it um where you know it's talking about how um how things get caught up in our hair, um, but specifically like I have locks and um, how it's important to um, basically be careful who like touches your hair, which in general, I don't want nobody touching my hair. Like I don't like, yeah. even if you're like my friend, like why would you touch my hair? What are you gonna do? Um, but um, specifically like people who you um, exchange different types of energies with, um, whether they be like familiar people or whether they be like, you know, just, um, what's that word that starts with an A? Associates or something, um, or customers or whatever. And like, they're all, we're always in this energy exchange. And I do think about that when it comes to like my hair and I, I wash my hair probably once every like three weeks, four weeks, depending on like my activity level and, um, me talking myself into doing my hair. Um, it takes, it's a time consuming thing, but, um, but like, so every time I wash my hair, I, I am being a little bit more intentional. I'm not just like, all right, you know, like I got to scrub and I got to, you know, run my fingers through and then I got to rinse it out and then I got to rinse it out again and all this kind of stuff. But I'm also just like having that intentionality of like the past few weeks have been either good, bad, ugly, whatever, neutral, and I'm starting fresh with that. And so I think that's not something that I realized I was like, that's not something I was like being super conscious about of like, oh, I'm like cleansing this energy that's been kind of built up. Um, But I think it's fascinating that that is part of uh, like your self-care and that you, you do like intentionally um kind of clean these energies away from you and clear that out um but i also like the idea of kind of filling back up so i think that's something i would like to add to my practice okay anything else for mind body spirit and how you take care of yourself you mentioned lifting weights um you mentioned uh, your own spiritual bath um longboarding i sleep Mm. and meditate (laughs) yeah are those like the same thing? No. Okay. Actually, I, um, so I meditate in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you will find that a lot of the, like a lot of my self-care stuff has to do with being in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I guess that's just like my safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, as I said earlier, I live with six dogs. So that is definitely the easiest place to not have a dog trying to sniff you. (laughs) And so I meditate in the shower and I just kind of sit there. Well, not even sit, but stand every morning. And I thank um, 
I do a great, like a gratitude practice where I thank the earth, I thank the stars, Mm -hmm. the plants, the animals, my guides, guardians, ancestors, Mm -hmm. and then different deities that I work with, and then call on them to, all of them to help those who I care about and help people on earth, and then to also help me with things. But I kind of start with the people who I love and like, especially just the kids in my family, I start with them and then kind of go Mm -hmm. to the adults and everyone else. And that is definitely something that I've noticed when I don't do that, my days are not as good as when I do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I love that though. I mean, I, um, I'm not necessarily someone who, Mornings are hard for me, but I do try to do something similar um, where, like, when I'm walking my dog, I try to do, like, breathing and gratitude. And you're right. I mean, it really does make a huge difference in your day. Like, it, it puts you in the right mindset, or at least it introduces you to the right mindset. Um, But it also just at least in like what I do for like my like my nine to five job like I walk in and it's instantly like all right I gotta be on I gotta be like hi and like you know talking there's no like let me just like warm up and like be super chill for the first like 30 minutes no that's not it <laughs> and so I like that I can control that you know before I come to work as far as like all right like I'm going to walk and concentrate on not walking too fast because I'm a very fast walker for no reason. Um, and like breathe and all that kind of stuff. So I think um, the intentionality of, of really anything that you're doing is, is pretty fascinating. Um, I, I have kind of a, it's not random, but like it's not really, I can't find a good place to put it. So I'm going to just do it now. Um, so you mentioned, um, you have, you know, Curio de Store and then you have, um, Curio, um, Curandera, like, can you talk <coughs> more about, here we go. It's an adorable bark. <laughs> it's an adorable bark, right? But it's also very annoying. Hey, baby. Um, so, um, can you talk more about kind of the tradition that it, that is like the lineage of that particular type of healing? Cause I know it comes from like kind of a more specific practice. So, um, curanderos or curanderas are, uh, well, practice, we practice the tradition of curanderismo mm-hmm. and it comes from Latin America. Now the, the form that I am more versed in comes from Mexico. Okay. And basically it was, it's a form of traditional folk healing where you do energy clearings, you do something called platicas, which are like heart to heart talks with your clients where you really just kind of talk to them. Uh, One thing that I really enjoy about curanderismo is that every curandero or curandera or I don't know how to pronounce that in Spanish correctly, I'm not gonna lie. What, sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, curanderics, so like, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, because of the X, right? I, you know, yeah. I've heard people use the E instead of like the O or the A, they use like an E at the end. Okay, it, I don't hate it, I think it can get complicated if there's like a verb involved, but we're not talking about conjugating Spanish words right now, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so it's like basically all of us, 
Yes. What I like is that there is a freedom to it uh-huh. where everyone that I've seen, it's all, we all have this connection to earth and we have this connection to helping people. And it's really like a form of traditional um, folk therapy instead of um, something where it's more structured mm-hmm. because it's similar to in the hoodoo tradition where it was like, you use what you had. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was around you and what was local because what the local plants were going to be the ones that were more empowered and it's really more about honoring earth and right. using earth traditions to help bring your body to equilibrium to help remove any energies or entities from people and really help them to people who might not have had the means or comfortability mm-hmm. to go to seek um, like therapy and like clinical terms Mm -hmm. um we are a safe judgment-free zone for people who need that Mm -hmm. thank you for that explanation um okay so back on track with quotation marks um was there anything else for mind body and spirit just really like taking um and actually getting tattoos Oh, okay. Tattoos are a form of like both a spiritual practice for me and a self-care practice. I, as you know, am covered in tattoos Mm -hmm. and I plan on getting a lot more. So it's like every so often when I start getting a little antsy, it's like, okay, time to get a tattoo because it's going to help me. Okay. Um, And you have another, maybe this one's silly, but are you trying to get like ripped with your... Uh, with your weightlifting, every time I think of weightlifting, no. I'm like, oh man, this person wants to be jacked. Because I feel like, you know, I might want to be buff one day, but is that what you're kind of going for? Or is it really just to get like that physical, um, like the physicality of like maybe some antsy emotions out? I don't want to get ripped. I would like to get in um, whatever the ideal shape for my body is. Okay. Um. I'm not going to lie. I grew up a chubby kid. And so there is definitely some like self-esteem stuff mm-hmm. that I've always had. Um, and I've been working through. So working out helps with that. But um, no, not trying to get ripped. Okay. I like food too much to <laughs> watch my diet so closely. Uh, that's what gets me too. I'm like I, like, I can hang with like working out often. I can even do like... You know, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about lifting just because, like, I want to make sure that my form is right. And I know that you can, like, kind of fuck yourself up if, you, if you're if you just lifting weights on yeah. willy-nilly. But, like, what I'm not going to do is stop eating bread. Like, so. The people who can do that, it's like, you guys are awesome. Yeah. I can't. You have a strength that I don't understand. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm always very fascinated when people are like, oh, well, you know, I have this weightlifting goal or whatever and um so I have to give up this and I'm like hmm good luck with that let me know I'm gonna eat this sandwich (laughs) yeah I can't give up ice cream oh okay do you have a favorite ice cream or favorite actually favorites so I really like the caramel cone ice cream from I think it's Haagen-Dazs it has a little 
it's like caramel flavored ice cream and then it has these dark chocolate covered um ice cream like waffle cone flakes in it okay fucking delicious Uh um lately i've really been digging the ben and jerry's it's like oat of this world this swirled okay um (laughs) i love the name it's it's do you remember those um oatmeal cookies when we like when we were kids there were these oatmeal cookies that had the cream and stuff like the cream filling and it was like the oatmeal cookie sandwiches yeah oatmeal cream pies mm-hmm. yeah so it's that in ice cream form with fudge Chunks. i'm listening i'm listening okay so it's like yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a huge um dairy person doesn't really serve my body well um, so I'm very appreciative of Ben and Jerry's because they have some really great like um, dairy-free options. But um, currently in my fridge is oh god, I think it's uh, caramel pecan or no caramel cashew swirl Ooh. or some shit. It's something something vegan, and I was like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> but I'm very. Uh, On yes. the vegan train, uh, mm-hmm. Talenti has really good sorbets. I've never, okay, so I've never tried their sorbets. Jam fucking loves Talenti's, um, okay, it's it's their chocolate peanut butter cup. I'm sure it's called something different. It's like chocolate gelato. Um, you know, it's bougie. <laughs> gelato um, with peanut butter cups in it. And it's really delicious, but... Um, yeah, again, dairy doesn't serve me well. <laughs> so, but I I like the I like like the chocolate and like the creamy. I, I like those kind of um, flavors rather than mm-hmm. um, more than um, fruity things. I'll just drink okay. juice if I want some <laughs> fruit juice. But if you yeah. like mimosas, grab a scoop of the Talenti sorbet, like either the mango uh-huh. or the raspberry scoop or two. Put that pour champagne over it. Oh my god. Is something that I would be into. I would be a drunk. Um, okay. Oh, it's dangerous. <laughs> well, I mean, I I would assume that you have um, somewhat of like a more elevated palate. I mean, because you in a in a past life uh, were a chef. Is that right? Yes, I was a chef. Okay. Um, do you? I mean, do you think that even now that you're like not necessarily like actively chefing? Um, are, do you still, um, kind of visit that as a form of self-care or is that just like something completely separate? Well, actually in a way it is a form of self-care. Um, I love to cook. Mm -hmm. I actually, part of the reason I left chefing was because it was taking away the love for cooking that I had. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's very real. Um, but I do love to cook and like experiment in the kitchen. And so, yes, I also really enjoy going out to eat at restaurants, mm-hmm. though I'm not going to lie. I can be quite picky and be like, they should have done this, 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 <laughs> this. Okay. But I also firmly appreciate whatever any chef or line cook puts on a plate uh-huh. if they try Because okay. there's a difference and you can taste it. Um, <laughs> Do you have a particular favorite place or favorite places in Charlotte that, like, you feel like they do a good job of maybe translating their vision? Um, Tamaleria Laurita is a, they are on, like, not South Boulevard, but they're, like, 
on that area, in that area, she, it's a, I believe, woman-owned um, establishment, mm-hmm. and it's Mexican food. She makes wonderful torta milanesas, mm-hmm. which are these fried chicken sandwiches with refried beans, avocado, lettuce, tomato, pickled jalapeno, and love. Um, <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> and... Actually, my wife got lunch from there today, and I looked at her, and I was like, what? Because I'm jealous. Um, But they do a wonderful job, um, as well as, actually, Salud. Salud is really good pizza. And I eat their pizza more often than I am happy to admit. Salud on 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 Noda? On North Davidson? Yes. Oh, okay. I haven't eaten there in a while. I've had a few of their things there and enjoyed it. Is the first place, like the tamale place, is that like in where all those like like um, Mexican stores are? Like with the, there's like a bakery in that area on South Boulevard. It's like further down South Boulevard. It is further down South Boulevard. Um, It's closer to where the Compare Foods is. Like that's right off South Boulevard. Okay. Honestly, I think it's it's not Arrowwood, but it's like you turn on mm-hmm. Archdale. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you go down, but yeah, it's like over there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I might have to give Salute a, a different, another try. It's been a few years, and so I couldn't figure out where they were because I think they moved to like a different part you of the city. You might be thinking building. about Sabor, which is directly across the street from the store. No, so Salute is like further up. And it used yeah, to be, yeah. it was like attached to uh, like trade and lore or by trade and lore. Yes. Now they have, they expanded. And so where trade and lore was, they have an upstairs coffee shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used to get, there was some very specific sandwich that I would get there and it was, it was cool. I don't remember what it was though. It was like spicy, different lifetime. Okay. Um, and so what is something, and you kind of mentioned this, but what is something that you need to improve on in self-care? Recognizing when I, uh, am getting a little too irritable Mm -hmm. and making more of that daily practice so that I do not end up giving from an empty glass, which is very funny in a way, because I always tell my clients that exact thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I need to take my own advice. Yeah. What is it? I mean, what does it look like when you're trying to give from an empty glass? I mean, is it even possible? It is possible, but then it ends up with a little bit of uh, resentment on the on the after. Okay. I definitely used to be a yes person, and I will agree to do things, and then because I and I mean it when I say it, and then you know it happens, and I'm tired, and I'm like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done this. Why did I do this? Ah, and then I'm upset, and it's like, wait, you signed up for this. So like, actually that, that's what makes me a horrible person at going out with, and hanging out with people because it's like, no, I, I said I wanted to, but here I am doing the thing and now I don't. <laughs> it's like, if, if you, if you give me 24 hours, we're good. If it's a week in, in advance, it, just know that I'm going to end up being like, <sighs> really? <laughs> just do it. Don't give me a chance to back out. Got it. Basically. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, I like, I dated someone like that. She was like, she's like, we just kind of like, and I'm, I'm not like that. So it was, it was always just like a, a, like a headbutting kind of thing where I would be like, 
Okay, what are you doing two Tuesdays from now around seven o'clock, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she'd be like, uh, nothing or, you know, this or whatever. Be like, okay, great. Let's have tacos, right? And she's like, cool. Two Tuesdays from now, she's just like, mm, mm, tacos. Uh, and I'm like, but you said two weeks ago that you would do this. And that's why I planned so far ahead so that we can make sure that we had time. And she's just like, that's just not my style, you know? And the here and like the now, if you would ask me, yes. I'm like, but I didn't want to do that. Oh, yeah. So it was a problem. So, so definitely, um, I think there are like two types of people in the world. Um, okay. Um, so whenever you're starting to, um, kind of feel that your glass is empty, um, and not really able to, without resentment, um, kind of serve others, um, what's something that you excel at in self-care or some things that you excel at? Treat yourself. No. (laughs) Not really, but kind of. Actually, I am very big on like, like literally little treats. It doesn't. When I say treat yourself, I'm not saying you know. Like I, I watch Parks and Rec. I love it. I'm not saying buy the Batman suit. I'm saying <laughs> eat a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. Um, you know, do this, do mm-hmm. that. I love it. Uh, but also, I will say that I definitely excel at really kind of focusing on okay am i being the asshole right now okay i know that's not it doesn't seem like it's self-care but it is is. sometimes we have to be hard on ourselves and it's like now i will say i'm also stubborn as shit so my wife might sit there and she might have her ear to the door and be like no but um (laughs) Nancy chimes in. Uh uh-uh. uh! <laughs> Liar! But <laughs> I like to think that at least. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> all right. Well, we did it. <laughs> we answered all the hard questions. Now is for Manifestation Mash. Right. Um, the four categories are geography. Um, doing, uh, home building and legacy. And you choose four, just come over here. You choose, get down please, four, um, of each category. All right. Um, first geography, geographically, um, where would you like to be, live in the world? Um, okay, so either in the mountains, anywhere. I don't care. I like the mountains. Okay. Actually, no. Scratch that. Mountains from like the Carolinas and below. Oh, okay. Free Argentina because I don't like the cold and I do not do well in the cold. Okay. Like, like frigid cold. Yes. So mountains Can't do it. in the south of North Carolina. Yeah, basically, like, I can do North Carolina mountains, I could probably do Mexico mountains, except according to Nancy, when she went, she was like, I know technically it was the same degrees, but it was so much colder there. Isn't that so fascinating? (laughs) Be like, oh, 50 degrees is great. 50 degrees some places is not the same as 50 degrees other places. She was like, you can see the fucking ice on the moon. And it's like... (laughs) 
So that's where I was like, I not I love the mountains, but there's some that's a little too cold. Um, actually, Nantucket. Okay, is that another one, or is that we're we're honing down? Like we're going. No, that is another one. Okay, so Nantucket is an island off the coast of Massachusetts. It's actually where well my family's from. Okay, that um, sounds a lot more exotic than Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Nantucket's nickname is the Grey Lady, so Ooh, it's not okay. as tropical as you might think. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, so we have mountains south of North Carolina, but north of Argentina. Um, Nantucket. Uh, the beach, actually. I really like the beach. Mm-hmm. I just, I lived in Florida for so long that I hate hurricanes. Uh, <laughs> Mortified. <laughs> All right. And then Charlotte, actually. as okay. I really enjoy Charlotte. Um, the things I don't enjoy about Charlotte are changing, so that works. Okay. But I don't... Now it's like the devil you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, wait, things are changing. Like, I was on... Um, I was in university area yesterday, and I was like, fuck, I don't recognize any of this. Yeah. University area feels chaotic to me. It's just... yeah too much it's it's like too much but like everything is kind of spaced out a little bit but everything's kind of close i yeah i don't know and then the light rail is now up there and so sometimes it takes forever to turn left um yeah okay um so next one is home building or no sorry doing doing actually Dog rescue. Oh, okay. Feels like you kind of do that already with six dogs in your house. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I love dogs. What can dogs I say? Are great. Uh, exactly what I'm doing now, actually. I am very happy with what I do. So that is exactly what I do now. I'm perfectly fine with. Okay. Um, Owning a small sandwich shop that I make fresh bread at. Ooh, okay. Um, and then just traveling the world, actually. Like, why didn't I put that up further? Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, work. <laughs> How am I going to make money, right? I said, without capitalism, our minds can go free and our minds are still like, but how would I fund this? You don't need oh, to. Oh, no. <laughs> stocks but yeah <laughs> <laughs> stocks you've solved it all right home building farm cabin an estate Ooh. like a tutor style estate with a green room like okay. a greenhouse sorry that's like super specific, but there's a house on Sardis that I just want to pick up and move onto 20 acres of land uh-huh. and put a gate and then be perfect. Um, it's off Sardis, so it's like too busy. Yeah. Um, and then a, actually this one's going to be very different from the rest, a camper van. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Next is Legacy. Ooh. Okay, so honestly, if I could like, if I died tomorrow, I would want to be known for the fact that I helped others. different people who were in the spiritual communities that were very, very well known. Okay. And, uh, but I don't want to be like thought of as like a God. So that's why I was like, yeah, no, not deities, like actual people. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cause that's just egotistical. Um, mm-hmm. Then honestly, as long as like my kids like me, I don't really care about anyone else. Okay. Like, like my kids and my grandkids, if my family like sees me, actually, I would like to be talked about how my family talks about my grandmother. Okay. Because like, we all adore that woman. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess the last one, helping dogs. See, dogs are a big thing. <laughs> I'm seeing the <laughs> All righty. So now you choose a number between 1 and 11. 7. 7. Sandwich, um, small sandwich shop. I'm telling you the ones that I'm crossing off. Okay. High regard, okay, I, I abbreviated, but high regard um, as a spiritual person being highly regarded as a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. Dog rescue. (laughs) Helping others. Curio. Helping dogs. Damn. I know. It's okay. It doesn't mean you can't do it and that you aren't doing it. So actually for legacy, we have your kids and your grandchildren's um, adoration, which is maybe not the right right word, but love and respect and good memory. Cabin. Farm. So for doing, we have traveling the world. Nice. And I live in a camper van. (laughs) Actually, for home building, camper van. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Beach. Charlotte. Mountains south of North Carolina, so we have Nantucket. Hey. All right, so here we go. This is a. This is the. This is it. (sighs) Living in your camper van, 
traveling the world, your home base will be Nantucket. What state was that again? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. And your legacy will be that of your kids and your grandkids' love and adoration. Sounds like my grandparents, except for the camper man. <laughs> the <laughs> black house house. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. Yes. Congrats on your excellent life, Gianna. <laughs> Thank you. Nancy would be like, fuck no, we're not living in a camper van. <laughs> I tried it already. Right. Is she, she like, more of like no. a let's live in a house kind of person? <laughs> yeah, you know. She's a Taurus. <laughs> okay, so let's be grounded. Let's be in a house. That's fair. That's fair. I um, oscillate between like, yeah, a tiny house looks amazing to being like, no. I think I, I think I want to live in a house house. Um, but you know, right now I'll live in a condo and it's fine. So next up we have um, any advice that you'd like to give about literally anything. Be gentle with yourselves because mm -hmm. shit is difficult and we tend to be the people who are hardest on ourselves. Yeah. So just be gentle with yourself. Absolutely. And also other people's opinions don't matter. So like, <laughs> fuck them. Not really. Don't put that energy in you, but still. <laughs> I think um, that's wonderful advice. I would also dare say that other people's opinions that we internalize and these false narratives that we internalize are the reason why sometimes we're not very gentle or kind to ourselves. Um, yes. Even if they... Advert, inadvertently or advertently, <laughs> intentionally um, kind of place these, these thoughts in our head, um, in our hearts about who we are. So yeah, I like that. Um, and last and finally, tell me all the dope things that you're doing, where we can find you on the internets, all that good shit. So I too host a podcast. It's called the Curio Curandera podcast, <laughs> where actually... Kalea is going to be a guest, and they are going to tell us all the wonderful things about themselves, themselves. Um, and so, literally talking about spirituality, um, you can find me at Curio Craft and Conjure in Noda, or on Instagram at Curio Craft Conjure. You can also find me on Instagram as at Gianna Spriggs, G I A N N A S. P-R-I-G-G-S and CurioCurandera.com where you can book appointments and see the books that I'm releasing and any new things that might be released by the time this podcast airs. Awesome. I, I, as I said earlier, I like to work on shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and this is something I forget, but you, you have a, a couple of books out, right? Yes. Can you tell me, us, about the books? Yeah, so I have a uh, Chakra Detox cookbook that I, I co-wrote with my mom, where she did the Chakra Detox part, and I did all the recipes that are to uh, feed your chakras. I love that. And then I have a uh, ebook out called Feed Your Chakras that took those recipes and actually just turned it into just the recipes if you wanted them, mm -hmm. as well as a journal called The Journey Journal, where which has, was really created so that if you do any forms of shamanic journeying or meditations, you can literally talk about like 
what time of day you did this, what energy you meditated with, okay. what message you received, and then what your homework is. Almost like a bullet journal for meditation. Okay. And then I have my newest book, which is A Year of Connecting, and it is 12 guided meditations, at, um, and then the 30 blank pages for each month for you to write down and talk about what you got. So you go through meeting your spirit guide to your animal guides and guardians to literally just the energies around you, like the sun and earth and water and fire. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, also like the crystals that want to work with you and the plants that want to work with you. I really like plants. So there's going to be a lot more plant stuff going out. Awesome. Speaking of plants, don't you have like a, like a seven part plant series coming out? Yes, I do. And that is going to, it's called the Plant Spirit Connection and it's a seven week series. It will be on um, Facebook Live, but then I'm going to keep the recordings so that, you know, people can actually still get it and mm-hmm. look at it. And you're going to meet five different plants like sage because sage is definitely a controversial, a controversial one. Mm-hmm. So I think giving people the opportunity to really meditate and see how that plant wants to work with them mm-hmm. rather than listening to what other people are telling them they should be doing is going to be very, actually a very beautiful experience. And then meeting your plant guide and your plant guardian, because we're often just, we read all these books on herbalism and it's like, Oh, this plant's good for this. And it's like, cool. I'm allergic to that. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. That's something that I, um, appreciate um in my I told you about I I took this like herbalism course and I was like I'm gonna learn like this plant does this and this plant does this and this is how to make things and and that is like that was part of the experience and that was something that I wanted to learn but it also was just kind of like hey you you can communicate with the plant and you can set intentions and you can learn the plant's intentions and the energetics of it and so that's something that I'm I'm excited about kind of exploring my relationship with plants um instead of just trying to you know, barely keep my houseplants alive. Um, so yeah, that'd be good. Anything else? To my knowledge, <laughs> okay. right now. Okay. No, because I will get. I will end up sticking my foot in my mouth because I actually am working on a couple of things, but they will not be ready. So okay. I don't want to do that. <laughs> All then right. It puts the pressure on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, in the meantime, we have your Instagrams, um, and can kind of keep abreast of that way. Yes. So, yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all the goodness that you're putting out into the universe and you're offering. Um, so uh, um, y'all can follow all of Gianna's dope shit. And of course, I'll put that in like the comments um, and tag and all that good stuff. Um, the time is right. And then um, as far as Namashe Podcast, we have an Instagram. It's called Namashe Podcast and it's N-A-M-A-S-E Podcast. If you really just super love um, sending wholesome, great content uh, via email, then you can email me um, at namashepodcast at gmail.com. And um, I'm hoping whenever um, my body is healed and able to have uh, my Patreon set up so that you can see um, yoga offerings as well as herbal blends as well as food recipes and other reflections and all that good stuff so that's something that i've been working on um and then had to pause because my back would not allow it 
Um, other than that, y'all, I really appreciate y'all listening and I'm excited for you um, to be able to listen to this podcast with Gianna. So thank you so much again. And um, namaste and ashe. Have a good night, y'all. Yeah.